Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Do you know when John, I go? I, do you know when I go, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty? It usually means I have something super exciting to tell you, but today I don't. You don't. But I just wanted to say, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. <laughs> you just love my name so much. Well, you know, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Do you know? Do you know, John? I don't think I am. I am deserving of your excitement. Why not? I don't know. I just. I'm just trying to be humble, but it's not working very well, is it? No, you're not going to be very humble. <laughs> I'm the one that's working. I'm the one that's working hard to stay humble. Okay, why is that then, John? Why Why are you trying to stay humble? What What's What What is making your your head too big to get out the door this week? Uh, well, uh, I, people said nice things about the talk I gave in Russia, and the 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 video is now available, so I can share it with the world. And they had they they they, they this conference has they asked the the participants, you know, sorry, the, you know, the audience um, to give ratings, and they give numeric ratings and comments and uh, there was it, it made me feel good. There were nice things that were said. There were two people that said that, that they didn't like it, but the overwhelming thing was was very nice. I sh- um, and and it was good. I mean, it was along the gist of of the kind of range from uh, you know this is not something I knew much about and I was interested to learn it to I'm working on this stuff. It was great to have examples, and then also just kind of the, that they liked the presentation style. I thought that was very memorable. So I mean. It's good. I mean, I, I, you know, I will take a moment to be happy for it. And uh, so you are, a, you are a flying success in Russia. We can say. Now. I suppose so. Yes. And uh, what else I was going to say? Oh, yes. And and of course, the the James Dempsey show was great, grand, and glorious as as was to be expected. So that that went well as well. How did the two and a half thousand guitarists get on? Was there was there a was there like a um, a seventeen hour freebird style guitar off? No, because that's that's the that's the stupid trick. It's like yes, we have twenty people or twenty four. I can't even know how many people. But the only time they're on stage all the time is uh, when we do the last song, the leaky song, and then we did another song called One More Thing, which is of course the encore, and and you know one more thing. Everybody has to get up on stage for that one. But it was good. You know, it, the 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 place was completely completely packed. And uh, what I was kind of surprised at, it's like, you know, there were plenty of people who knew the the, the song lyrics and that was fun. But even on some of the newer ones um, and the less well-known ones, there were some people down, you know, uh, Shloka, our new guitarist on one of the tunes, which was like leading a, a dance line in the front. It was great. So Shloka and Kelly were like, you know, dancing up a storm, which was good. And but they got nerds to dance. That was the the funny thing. I think that that one thing that makes me happy about the show is that it's like the whole thing about Dub Dub is 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 software nerds who probably otherwise don't get you know the kind of levels of adoration and attention that that they they get. This is like their their NBA finals in a way, I suppose. So you know everybody's in a good mood and excited and going out and 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 people kind of pay attention to them. Yeah, I mean, I always used to be like when the 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 bash used to be quite you know it's an interesting thing for a band to do something like the 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 dub dub bash because like people go because it's the bash but you know people aren't there because they particularly want to see that particular band. Mm. Um, I mean, the bands over the last couple of years are probably you know uh, yeah they're always reasonably well known bands and um, you go know, but equally you know, you have to say you know maybe twenty percent of the audience is there really interested in a band twenty percent is there just because it's you know where there's free beer and you know and then maybe the rest <laughs> the rest are there because it's just don't know what the- else to do <laughs> it's, it's where all the other nerds are so you right. you're bound to go yeah. there so it must always be a strange gig but you were in nerd city for the week um doing a gig and everyone was there because they wanted to be there and everyone yeah. wanted to see the band um i have to say the the thought of nerd dancing um is slightly terrifying <laughs> well <laughs> I think there needs that- to be a, ca- a camera ban yeah, but I mean, no, no, no. We say I think that's the thing that's really good is because 
I think I think in general people you know people who are shy don't don't feel comfortable dancing. But I think the other thing is that um, it's the sign of somebody who's a great kind of leader and leader encompasses lots of different things, but somebody who can get people to dance and to participate and not feel self-conscious. I mean, that's always the tricky thing is like, if, if, if you're the only one doing it, then you feel bad. But if you are participating in a group of people and everybody's having fun, it's good. And it was a very simple move and I thought it was wonderful. And I mean, it was nice to watch while you, while, while you're playing. So. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it was an amazing success because it's, it's, I mean, it's always for such a good cause. And it's supposed to be fun, so it's uh, it's uh, would be very disappointing to have to come back and say it was mediocre. Yeah, exactly. So now we just need to do Frampton Comes Alive or Dempsey Comes Alive, and nobody n- nobody knows, you know, uh, who Peter Frampton is. Well, you know who he is, but uh, yeah, that that's the other kind of interesting theme of, of this week is uh, realizing, you know, that there's there, there's been always passings of the garden and. Uh, but I think that it really was marked by this by this change from like okay now we know what the future is going to be and it, it, we talked about it last week but you know it, it's nice to see where these seams of people's careers kind of move and I got to spend some time and hang out with people who you know were rock stars in the early days of Mac app and and the Mac toolbox and you know then they transitioned to to doing you know Coco and then you know now it's like oh yep just finished you know rewriting hundreds of thousands of lines of, of shipping you know co- commercial code and sure I'll do it again Swift UI. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that I think this dub dub is probably the biggest one I can remember. Um, I mean, obviously the one where Swift was introduced was was pretty darn big. That was two four two thousand and fourteen, wasn't it? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, there there has been so much issue. I mean, Swift UI is going to fundamentally change the way we write applications. I mean, we've basically become React style developers, mm-hmm. um, or will do. I think with the ABI stability in, uh, um, in Swift, and uh, we began to see Swift-only frameworks um, being introduced, which we've always said we thought would come. So really, you know, is this the beginning of the end for Objective-C or the middle of the end or maybe even the end of the end? I don't know. Um, and then obviously with uh, the, the Mac apps for, uh, sorry, um, iOS, iPad apps for Mac, in there as well i mean the combine framework i mean combine is really taking the place of kvo and kvc which has been like a core of mac and ios development for since you know the beginning of time in a way well beginning of um os 10 or mac os as it now is anyway um so i just i'm struggling to think of a, a dub dub that i can remember that is possibly been more of a pivotal point uh, in development than this one. I mean, you've been going to them longer than me. Can you can you think of any? No, I mean this this feels like what it was. Well, there was a, there was a time in the labs where I was hanging out with somebody and they had this this kind of uh, AR kit, you know, reality kit based based uh, app that people competed in. It was kind of like playing bowling balls where you get to be the the the, the pin, I guess, and. Uh, and there were there there was a, a person there who kind of reminded me of the the club med gentil animateur the people who are there to make sure everybody is kind of having a good time and participating and he's like going okay who here is the first time here and it's like you know almost everybody raises their hand who's been coming here two years three years and they start looking at me and this guy Thad who 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 is works at Apple has been there forever but I guess his blue shirt was obscured because he was kind of semi off duty. 
Um, and then, and and then the guy who was actually responsible for, for for producing this demo, also a longtime Apple guy, then he correctly asked asked the questions like, "How many times have you missed Dub Dub?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, "Well." Uh, you know, I first came here when 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 Next acquired Apple, and then he had the kind of knowing smirk, and that had and 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 everybody else says, first of all, what's next? Who's next? And what does that mean? You know, and so basically, you know, I started coming in nineteen ninety, I want to say nineteen ninety eight, nineteen whenever the first year it was, and I I haven't. I've only, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've somehow gone to every single one. There have been some years when I didn't have my own ticket, but you know, most of, most of them I did, and so it was. It felt. I think the difference between back then is that when Apple had been adrift for so long that kind of nobody knew what was going on, and and you know, Apple had to work hard to attract people to come to to to, to Dub Dub, and it was actually held in San Jose way back when. Um, so it was well before kind of you know Apple being the powerhouse that we know and love today, and so when when all the next step frameworks were were introduced and Steve Jobs had gotten on stage and demoed Interface Builder, which blew lots of people's mind, and even James Dempsey, who I think that was before he joined Apple, um, you know, saw it and said, "Oh my God, this is the future," but it also seemed like it's the impossible future that was still a long ways away, and there was nothing to you know. The, the people maybe had a sense that the old world would 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 kind of slowly fade out and then eventually this thing would pick it up what feels a little bit different this time is 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 kind of like these tectonic plates scraping against each other because there always is that you know a much bigger forward momentum in the existing world because you had the install base that exists in iOS and and, and even Mac has been growing and, and and getting big for a long time and now you get that sense that these things that you've heard about from that that are done in, in, in webland and on server side, this whole concept of, of reactive programming, you know, some people have, have have been using it, but now it's like, okay, that's that's everything everything you used to do, get rid of it. You know, object orientation, pff, gone. You know, it's I mean, it's, it's not going to disappear overnight, but you really get the a much more feeling of 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 this tension between the two. It really does feel like an earthquake. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much of. Um... Because I remember, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily remember when Coco came in, but even when I came to the uh, the Mac in two thousand six, there was still there was still some rumblings between Coco and Carbon. Yeah, um, there, there may still be um, <laughs> all these years on, but I mean, it was still fairly, you know, it wasn't unusual for Carbon to still be, you know, uh, used a lot. And in fact, some things you still had to do in Carbon because Coco didn't cover it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously, but now you know it's going to be. How how long is the old way going to last compared to the new way? I mean, are people? You know, Apple do have a history of introducing things and then dropping them. I mean, um, I would say the one that burnt people the most last time was garbage collection, mm. where people who went off and just implemented garbage collection. Um, let's just say they weren't they weren't necessarily screwed because, in fairness, Arc. Um, sort of, you know, followed a similar pattern. So they, they you know, their apps were probably a kind, but it was something that if you, you know, it was all there for the first year and everyone was talking about it and then it just quietly went away. Um, to be honest, I can't see SwiftUI going that way. Um, they've, it's been so focused uh, in this um, this conference and there's been so much other stuff that they've done 
to make that work as well with like the combined framework and and everything else that i think you know this is this is just like you know we had to decide when swift came along you know was, was this apple doing something on the side and was it going to last or was apple fully invested and i think you know we've shown over the last five years apple is fully invested in swift and i think you know apple are fully invested in swift ui and they're going to spend the time getting this you know this better and the days of you know interface builder is going to be there and whatever else but it ain't going to be going forward very fast you know just like i think anyone who was hoping that one day we'd see objective c3 uh, i think it's gone (laughs) those days are now gone yeah so um yeah pivotal moment and you can say you were there but it's uh yeah it's going to be easy to see i mean there's a lot of people obviously we're only a week after the conference there's a lot of people posting things about this is what i've just done in swift ui um I think Apple have been really good here. The, the way that you can just, uh, the way that when they introduce Swift, you could begin to introduce Swift to your Objective-C app. And, and yes, you've heard me moan about that and some of the problems, uh, but it was possible. Um, I think the way they've introduced this, that you can introduce Swift UI to your existing storyboard, Zib, Nib app, um, is, is even more elegant and, you know, ways of trying things. So, you know, they've really... Yeah, they've not said you've got to rewrite everything. They've just said, going forward, why don't you try this? Mm. Uh, and, of course, some people will rewrite everything, just like some people rewrote everything that we had in Objective-C into Swift. Other people are using mixed code bases. Um, I think anyone starting a new app today probably should be using Swift UI, um, even though it's only a, a couple of weeks old to us. Although apparently been around inside Apple for, yeah, this has been a project that's been going for a long time. I mean, a long, long time. This isn't something they've knocked up in even the last two years. Apparently, this has been around for a lot longer than that internally being worked on. So, um, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of curious then. I wonder what the most sophisticated Swift UI app on the planet is now. I mean, and that's kind of the weird thing because in in, in with prior things, Apple kind of said, and, and here's the app that we've rewritten, right? I mean, they did that with, with you know, with, with marzipan i mean it, you could complain about you know about the implementation of it but apple did ship a bunch of apps that w- that were done using their the, the the proposed path forward and you know it's still early days and 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 you know as usually happens after dub dub people come back and they kind of said okay well you know what's what's new what's exciting and then what do we think we could implement and so we're all kind of saying yeah it would be great we'd love to try this stuff but then the problem with Swift UI is that it's iOS 13 only. So it means that you're still going to be having the, if you, if you write something brand new, if you want to address iOS 12, which you kind of have to, if you've got a shipping app, you, you have to kind of write it twice. If, if it's something brand new, just for the ability to have the exercise, or maybe you just say, you know, if if debug and, and iOS 13 only, here's a whole new screen that you can push to that will do something. So we've been looking at it in those ways, but I think that still I would like to see some more examples of more sophisticated things um, to feel like you, you could write you know a complete app in it. I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but I just don't know how good it would feel yet. Well, it's, I mean, it's incomplete, and they've said it. I mean, uh, even in some of these sessions, they were showing a few things that they're saying, this isn't in your seed, it'll be in the next seed. Mm. Um, yeah, there's no UI split view yet. There's no collection views or anything like that um, uh, going yet. But we can only assume that we're going to see those over the, ne- the coming weeks and months. Mm. Um, I think the iOS 13 thing, um, again, I don't think iOS 13 has dropped support for any 
device. And Apple was telling us, you know, it was a night was at a ninety three percent adoption rate in iOS um, twelve. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I think you know it shouldn't be an issue. I think I think um, we're possibly you know when devices get dropped or screen sizes get dropped or something like that, then we you know maybe you know that that um, current shipping minus one is completely appropriate. I think, um, you know, if not, they're not dropping any devices and most people have auto update on, then um, really, okay, I'm just, uh, you know, Matt's in the room with me and he's sending me secret messages. I think he just said he, they dropped support for I, uh, for the iPhone 6 with this one. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know. Ask Matt. He hey, did. Siri. <laughs> he did. He just said, all right, so take back what I said because the iPhone 6 is an incredibly popular phone and therefore dropping that would be... Um, quite big so especially for something like uh, a netflix so just mm-hmm. ignore everything i said i would get sam to edit out to make me sound like i wasn't you know not knowing what i was talking about but no 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 sam sam, sam, sam won't do that he won't do that no sam if you're listening this is the time where you insert your voice beforehand like a little vocal carrot that says and here's where scotty just talks completely out of his ass <laughs> he he wouldn't speak because you know he he doesn't like speaking Ah, but he would speak up just for that. It would be like Kevin Smith, you know, in, <laughs> in the adventures of Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Anyway, we're um, we, we've made the choice to go with SwiftUI for our um, iPhone, iPad stuff. So we are going iOS thirteen. Um, decided it's you know the what we gain by um, uh, trying to support this time, especially because we're working on. Our iPad app is effectively a UI-wise anyway, a brand new app. Um, we would be crazy to be going with the legacy stuff. Now, obviously, in a month's time, we've said we're going to commit to trying to do it all with the new stuff for a month. Um, in a month's time, if um, after getting to know Swift UI for a month and maybe getting another seed or maybe even two seeds during that time uh, with improvements in, we think it's a dead, you know, dead duck, then we may change our minds. But at the moment, we're going to, we're going to go for that and see how it goes. So um, we'll we'll let you know mm. as we as we try it. Um, I have to say, um, Catalina seems pretty stable for a bit of one. Uh, even, even Xcode eleven, I I it mean it crashes, but I don't think it crashes anywhere near as much as I remember previous version one um, Xcode releases doing or beta one Xcode releases doing. And you know, and that's with some pretty major new stuff in it, so it's quite impressive, really. Mm. Um, yeah, so very pleased so far. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I have to say this: you know, I've watched more dub dub videos in the last um, you know ten days or so. Yeah, often I'll mark dub dub videos as you know I'll get round to that and I'll watch that, and then maybe sometime during the year I do watch them. Uh, but I've you know, I've watched so many sessions in the last couple of weeks just to sort of try and get my head around this stuff. And actually quite a few of them I've, you know, I've watched twice because um, there is so much, so much stuff in there, particularly as we're looking at the iPad for Mac stuff and just seeing how credible that is. Um, you know, multiple windows on the iPad stuff. It's just so much to, to the combined frame. I mean, the combined framework is massively you know, um, influential in everything that's coming forward. I think an understanding of that is going to make a big difference to understanding how all this new stuff works properly and then obviously swift ui it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year yeah well and the other thing uh scotty 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 is it seems like 
Apple eventually does listen to, to feature requests. Um, there are some things that, that uh, I'm very happy to see. Like you can now have per app localization, which is, is great. And now we have parity with Android. That's helpful. I noticed that even before that, that was announced that, that a longstanding accessibility bug um, stopped, stopped being a bug where, you know, you set the language of your app, but uh, the system language would determine how they would announce something. So if you if you, you were doing like what we do, so you have a profile that says is in Arabic, right? Even though the system is set to English, when, when voiceover would read the accessibility type, it would say button and then would read the label in Arabic or whatever the, the, the app language is. And, that's, and, and there was an API for where you could set the, the, the language you wanted voiceover to be writ, read in, um, but it was not respected until recently. So I guess the fixing that or whatever it was done to make that possible also kind of unlocked the idea of, of per app localization. And then also uh, years and years ago, then this is uh, if you recall, Apple you know made the distinction between uh, location services being always on or being on while using the app. And Findry, you know what I was working on before Netflix, wanted to have always per- permission, but we you know it used to be that you could you could. It, 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 that was the default. It was basically always on or not, and then they made the distinction while using the app. And, and the problem is, is that it, you, you know, you, you if you first ask you know an app in a, in a first run experience, hey, can we you know can we use your location at all times? Most people are going to say no. So you know. And for our app, it was kind of it was critically important for something that we wanted, and there was no way to kind of graduate from one to the other. Well, now you can, um, and which is very good. So that was good. But the other thing that I noticed, and I hadn't looked at it very much, but remember, whatever three weeks ago or something, we were talking about accessibility, and and I had suggested that that you know uh, this magic ability to scan a photo and and do you know shape detection or kind of you know. Uh, you know OCR and kind of determine oh this is likely where this this the total of a receipt would be or these different parts of it to kind of semantically know what's on the page in addition to be able to reading the text on it uh, that stuff is now available as as an API that you and I can use so who knows that may be a, a, a golden new feature for 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 MoneyWell's ability to do you know really good rece- receipt um, scanning did you know that Scotty 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 I didn't. There we are. That's that's something that um, we will, you know, it makes you worth your weight in some semi-precious metal. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just brought up there two two things in there. You particularly you started with, unsurprisingly, you know, your localization and um, accessibility. Now, yeah. one of the things that's that is really exciting, and I, I, it was going to be obvious that they were going to do this, but you know, all the new stuff that's sort of you know. That is it, a core of what they're doing as well. Um, it's not just, uh, I mean, Coco made the accessibility stuff better than it was on any other platform, but it was still sort of bolted, I won't say bolted on, but bolted in. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, with the Swift UI stuff and everything, accessibility, um, localization, you know, especially for the uh, right to left or up and down languages, you know, it's all right there at the very core of, of what it is. I don't know if you've got a chance to look at the Swift UI. Um, accessibility session but it was darn impressive and i know it's a mm-hmm. demo i know it's a talk at dub dub where they're going to show it off its best and there's going to be quirks and and things but the accessibility talk was really really good yeah yeah i mean it comes down to if you i mean i guess that's one of the nice design goals of 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 swift ui if you think about all the all the frameworks all the core stuff that that people at apple work so hard on 
and it, there must be a kind of how do I say it? Like if, if you're Ken Ferry and you're the father of auto layout and you, you've been working away on this with your team and you think this is the way everything should be done and you see that people don't adopt it or they struggle with it and so on and so forth, it must kind of, it must slightly be a bummer to you. And I think that, I think the same thing for all the other important frameworks. If, if you go to the trouble of making all the access, you know, making the UI accessibility protocol and people don't adopt it, then you might think, wow, I, I put my life into this and I didn't do it. And the nice thing about Swift UI is like all those different things, you can't not adopt it <laughs> because yeah. it's just there as, 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 as a, a core part of the experience. And I think that that's very good because you think about all the different things. In, in a way, if people really do glom onto this and, and, and in a way don't break out of the safe path because there's not a, a good reason to, then that means the you know, respect for safe layout area and, and proper margins and, and kind of dynamic type and families of, of type that kind of make sense semantic, semantically. Um, it means that you'll certainly have so many, 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 many more apps that are, are, are truly conforming to, to what Apple wants and, and, and thinks is the best for, for the platform. And uh, I think, you know, you can argue about the choices they make, but I think you can't argue that there's a lot of thought about how all these things should play together and, and work and have just an, a nice flow and feel. So I think that, that, that there must be some, some happiness going on at Apple because of that. I think there is. I think one of the one of the things I would be interested in around all this, though, in their design is how many of the teams outside of SwiftUI knew it was coming because there are some, you know, you know there are... Or, or the combined framework or whatever else, because there are some obvious places where it's not there. Um, and you're just wondering, what well, did these teams not know about it? Or no. is, there, is their implementation just more complicated? So we'll see that in a later seed going forward, or they made the conscious decision not to support it. So sometimes, you know, uh, as it, great as it is to see this stuff being, um, you know, uh, launched by Apple with a great flurry and everything going on, uh, you sometimes wonder if their compartmentalization internally um, sometimes then slows that adoption down for us all because not everybody could get on board with it. I mean, I know when Swift was released, there were you know there were you know framework engineers. It was the first that they were hearing of it as well. Type of all thing. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's an interesting um, thing to think about, and I, I agree. It's like it 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 it, it, it makes, must make a requirement for for somebody some small number of people to really have a very good idea about what's going on. And at a company Apple's size, how do you do that? And even if you are aware of all that you can't, you know, how many people are and then how thinly must they be spread? So you'd be curious to see if, if down the line Apple, I mean, I think they have become more, more forthcoming and more transparent than in years past when, when, you know, when, when they were beleaguered and there really was a valid and, and, and very useful business reason to be absolutely silent and then come out and share the world. For this one, it's like they, they probably would have been happy to, you know, I'm sure that there are people who would be, you know, anxious to, to tell people. Because, again, think about it. Think about if you're working on Swift UI and, and Combine and you see what's happening with these, these frameworks like React Native um, coming in and saying, yes, we get it. This is a new paradigm. It makes sense to doing it. But you you as a third party do it you may drop support for it or you're going to miss things that we think are critical not the least of which is accessibility and then you know you have to keep your mouth shut about it um it's it's 
the psychology <laughs> of the management and and the people that are working on this stuff is its own level of fascination i think yeah yeah well it's going to be an interesting year it'll be interesting to see whether this time next year we're sat here all you know celebrating how much it's come on and how many apps have been released with it and whatever else we'll all sat here moaning at what a shit yeah. show it's turned out to be because <laughs> it was it was great for demos and it actually doesn't work yeah. for real and, and all that sort of stuff i'm 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 hoping the first obviously um i'm feeling reasonably confident we'll be heading more towards the first than the second but you never quite know do you Mm-mm. so john before we wrap up anything else you you need to go through this week uh, no, th- no, because there's there's something exciting, but I'll I will talk about it after it's happened. How about that? That sounds like a plan, which is unlike us, unlike us to have a plan. <laughs> but there we are. It does sound like a plan. <laughs> so so that that's good. Well, well, it's been um been a pleasure speaking to you as always, sir. And um, it, it's good that uh, you um got to keep your wwdc attendance record going mm-hmm. uh maybe next week we'll catch up on some of the other activities you did last week with people in town but um yeah uh, until then if people want to get hold of you and and let you know um how mad- madly in love they are with you where should they do that uh well you can find me on twitter where i'm jembe that's d-j-e-m-b-e like the west african drum and and and, and scotty 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 uh, more than a few people an almost embarrassing number of people came up and admitted being the the, the our one listener i even have video of one or two of them oh and i got the recursive picture of 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 picks with dave that was great so there's <laughs> lots of things for the show notes i will say that so if, if people want to uh uh, console you for that uh, that you weren't here to enjoy all the festivities and 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 want to say Scotty please come back let's walk down Market Street and have a, a mich- michelada um, uh, where might they do that they can do that on Twitter as Matt Devnet micro.blog is Scotty or of course they can get hold of us both at feedback at iDeveloper.co assuming I remember to renew the domain this week <laughs> that would be helpful I think it's on auto renew so we should be safe but I probably should go and check okay well, in case and of course you the, don't show do... notes, the show notes will be on iDeveloper.co as well <laughs> if it's reachable if it's, reachable. If it's not um, someone let me know on Twitter that I need to fix it <laughs> okay, okay. maybe we need a, a kickstarter you know, so we can raise $20 to renew the domain <laughs> times are tough times are very very tough Ah, there we are. Right, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, until next time, you take care. Thank you.